familiar with Deborah's leadership in the Bible? Man, I can't wait to share the story with you all today. It is so awesome and so amazing. See, with God, you got to expect the unexpected. And we're going to show you how to expect the unexpected in business as well. want to welcome you guys out tonight. My name is Kathy McReynolds, founder of Bible. If you are open to running a business with biblical principles, then you have found yourself in the right place. We teach you how to get your online business. Maybe you have a course that you want to start, or maybe uh, you're a coach or a trainer, or you want a consultant business, then you have found yourself in the right place, especially if you want to do it with biblical principles. So each and every Thursday, we uh, show up here and we share with you different tips in the Bible and how you can use them. So that's the beauty of it. And we're going to be talking about Deborah's leadership in the Bible uh, and how with God, expect the unexpected in business. And we're coming to you from Judges 5 and 7. It says the villages ceased in Israel. They ceased to be until I arose, I, Deborah, arose as a mother in Israel. So guys, as you come on, let me know where you're coming in from and say hello so we can say hello back to you. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to grab my phone here and I'm going to hit that share button. I'm going to ask you to do the same thing. You go ahead and share that out to a couple places. I'm going to Share it out to our group and just so let me know what type of business do you have or are you looking to start and also um, where you're tuning in from. What part of the world are you visiting us from? We would love, love, love to know that as well. So let's go ahead and get everything started. Y'all, I'm going to head switch this over and we're going to dive in. Make sure you grab a pen and paper. So you can go ahead and take some notes because we got some good stuff that we're going to be sharing with you. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, let's get rid of that so we can see what we're talking here. And we're talking about Deborah's leadership in the Bible. We're going to be doing this series over the next month or so with different leaders in the Bible and how you can take what they did in their leadership and use it in building your business. So it's pretty exciting. And you're going to discover um, Deborah's leadership in the Bible and what she was able to do and why she was doing it. You're also going to discover tonight how God delivered his message directly to Deborah. And that was that was different and it was uncommon because in, in the past, he always did it not directly to them. And with Deborah, he spoke directly to her. And perhaps you're wondering, is God calling you to start a business or, or instructing you on how to grow your business? So we're going to help answer some questions for you on that and how Deborah, like many of us, is that unexpected leader. So you may not even know that you were called to be in a leadership role or that you should be doing that, but we're going to show you exactly why you should make that happen in, in your life. And you can't explain, you know, why you are different 
if you're feeling that way, you just know that you were born to be, you weren't born to be average and ordinary. You were born to do something extraordinary and, and you want to have your ex success grow and increase, then stay tuned, y'all. We're going to show you how to take that to the next level. See, the Bible have a record of only about eight prophets before Deborah showed up. And this should give you hope knowing that your success journey can soon be written also. So that is hope to me. It gives you hope that you can know that you can take your life as an unusual and exceptional leader at a time when women didn't have that right. They weren't able to be there like most people think. But when you see and learn what she did, you're going to be like, okay, now I see what happened. See, God raised her up, showing her that he is showing us that he enjoys using people that others may discount or dismiss. So if you've ever felt that what you were doing and what you were sharing is, is not resonating and it's not hitting people, that's okay. I promise you, you can make things happen. The unexpected and why she, Deborah, was an unexpected leader, like why everybody discounted her like they might be discounting you and what unexpected message she delivers. See, everything is unexpected and how God intervened in an unexpected way and the importance of being willing to stand out when others don't expect it and why the results was an unexpected victory. See, nobody was expecting her to be victorious and what they did, and they may not be expecting that of you and your business. And we're going to show you how to leave them all in awe and how to be willing to step out when others depend on it. See, you got to be there when others need you and, and pick up in the end some leadership lessons from Deborah that you can apply to your business for from today, you know, way back when. That's why I love the Bible. Like it doesn't matter how long ago it was, you can still use it today to build your life and Deborah in the Bible you may be asking yourself see Deborah was a worshiping warrior you, do you guys know any of those in your life she found encouragement and strength in worship to be obedient in everything the Lord was asking her to do if Deborah had played small in her life she would have not had all the experience that led to her being used by the Lord to deliver Israel from bondage I mean just right there in your life, don't play small, go big, Get be willing to get uncomfortable so that you could be used by the Lord to grow your business, to help the people that he is putting you in front of to help. You have to be willing to step out on faith and do the things that he needs you to do. So we're going to dive into all of that, guys. I want you to also stick around to the end because we're going to give you exclusive access to our proven system for launching a six-figure online business and tell you how you can become a part of that. And also you are able to get some free resources right at the end of that. And we're going to help you and share with you how 
to grow your faith, your finances, and that leads to more fun, more freedom, and more fulfillment. And with that, when you join our program, we send a gift right directly to your door. So if this is your first time tuning in, I want to say hello. My name is Kathy McReynolds. I am the founder of Bible Business Academy. I've been a business owner for um, a little over 25 years. I've had, you know, from daycare centers to um, financial service, uh, travel, real estate, you name it. And I probably dived into it a little bit of financial advisor. I think I just said that, but I just said it again. But, you know, we've had ups and downs in business and it doesn't matter. This journey that we're on now with Bible Business Academy, I always say it was God led because this is something that I would have never came up with. And he put it on my heart and I was obedient and said, yes, just like, you know, with Deborah that we're talking about, you have to know, he says, my sheep know my voice. So you have to know when God is speaking to you and telling you to step in out and do something that maybe you have never done before and be okay with it. So we're pretty excited about that. You can also pick up a copy of our book. It's called Bible Business Secret. You can get that on Amazon or you can go to biblebusinessacademy.com forward slash book and we will send you out a free copy. You just got to cover shipping and handling on that. And we also have our four-in-one planner on Amazon as well, or you can go to believeandgrowrich.org and get 25% off if you get it directly to us. And I'm telling you guys, I love, love, love this planner. It will change your life. It gives you everything you need to know to get that right mindset every single day to keep God first and also build your business. So make sure you go check those things out. And the reason why we do this is we want to give you a taste of some of the stuff that you'll get when you join our membership. Not only will we teach you business, what we'll do to build your business, but we're also going to do that with biblical principles. So there's two ways that you can join us and work with us. You can come through our membership or you can also come through our academy. And so our membership is a proven biblical plan to help you win at business. We have three different levels. We have a bronze self-guided level where you can take the guesswork out of winning at business with a faith-focused business training that actually works. We also have our connect with other faith-focused, like-minded business owners who understand your challenges and they will hold you accountable, encourage you to reach your goals. And then if you want to go all in, all in, go all in with our elite gold membership, you can become the leader that God is calling you to become by building your business with direct faith leadership coaching. So to learn more about those, you can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash membership. And the other thing you can also look into is our academy where you can build a business with biblical principles. And when you're there, you're going to discover our biblical based unique process for turning your skills 
or passion into a profitable online course or consultant business, we work with expert coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who are looking to start and grow a profitable and purposeful business online with biblical principles and our, our, our premier mission marketing strategy. You can learn more about that. So let's go ahead, y'all, and get dive into tonight's training with God. Expect the unexpected in business and Deborah's leadership in the Bible. So as we go, let me see. Okay, there we go. See, so as we get started, we're going to talk about God specialized in the unexpected. I mean, that's what he does. He specialized in the unexpected. In my time, the people of Israel did evil. God gave us over to a king of a canon who oppressed us. A few people like me pleaded with God to deliver us. And finally, after 20 years, he heard our cries. It was to me that he gave instructions for what we should do. I am Deborah, and there is something you need to know, she says. God specialized in the unexpected. So specialize in the unexpected. And so with God, you should expect the unexpected. Deborah was one of the judges who ruled the Hebrews after Joshua died and before God allowed the people to have a king. And the count of God's interaction with people in one story after another, God is doing something that the unexpected. And over and over again, God shows his people that he doesn't think the way they think and he doesn't work the way that they work. People in the Bible are always surprised by what God has done. So if we take Noah, he was surprised when God told him that he, he would bless his family and he was going to uh, destroy, that he would to build the ark and he was going to destroy with the flood, Abraham was surprised when God said he would be the father of a nation when he had no children. Imagine that. It's like, how's that supposed to work? I don't have any children. Y'all know that story. Joseph's brothers were surprised when the brother they sold as a slave ended up as the leader of Egypt. And Moses was surprised when God wanted a meek star to leave the Israelites. So if you start the right words, he could still use you. Samuel was surprised when God told him David would be the next king. David was surprised, uh, surprised everyone when God gave him Goliath head in a personal combat. And, and uh, Naaman was surprised when he was asked to bathe in the Jordan River and God healed him. So don't discount anything that God can do because he does not think like we think. And this is why Deborah was the unexpected leader. See, this was a time when when women had very few rights uh, as for as far as the rulers, the warriors, and the decision makers of the world. They were all men at that time, right? And and Deborah was the judge of Israel. She held court, and the Israelites from all over the country came to her so she could settle disputes like the children of Israel um, had sought out Moses when they were in the desert. 
they would seek out Deborah in order to do this. But Deborah, she was more than just a judge, y'all. She was a prophet. And unlike all the other judges of the Old Testament, most of them were warriors. And when God spoke to them, he did it through angels. But God delivered his message directly to Deborah, which was so super uncommon. I mean, can you imagine that? How, like, man, I just got chills just thinking about that. Like, he spoke directly to her and Deborah was an unusual and exceptional leader at a time when women normally were, you know, they weren't able to rise up. They weren't able to do the things. See, but God raised her up showing that he enjoys people that others may discount or dismiss. So if you've ever felt that you weren't worthy or people discounted you, don't listen to them. Follow the examples that God has set for us in the Bible so that you can learn that it doesn't matter. As long as you got him, he will provide everything that you need to become who he put you here to become. See, Deborah delivered an unexpected message. After the Israelites experienced 20 years, like 20 years, can you imagine going through 20 years of oppression and Deborah received a message from God that he wanted to help them and God was very specific. And that's what I love, you know, well, one of the things that I love about God, you don't ever have to wonder, you don't have have to think about it or add to it. When he gives you instructions on what to do, it is to be done. He wanted Barack. Here, here's what he said. He wanted Barack to command 10 companies of soldiers and make them ready to do battle in the Kishon River Valley. And God would deliver the Canaanites King Army and Sierra, the commander there. And the question was, how was the Israelites would respond? And after all, their expectations for themselves were very low. Because if you've been held back, if you've been depressed, oppressed, or whatever the case is for 20 years under somebody else's thumb, then that has a, a, a way of just like, depressing you. It has a way of holding you back, but it doesn't matter how long you've been in the game trying to get your business going, trying to make things happen, lead you and learn to listen to him. See, they have been oppressed for a generation and they have done nothing to free themselves. I always love when Harriet Tubman said, I would have freed a lot more had they known they've been in slavery. See, some people have gone so long under someone else's thumb that they don't even realize that they're being oppressed, that they're in slavery. And see, when Deborah delivered this unexpected message, the exceptions of the canines regarding them were also low. Like they, they, they didn't have any expectations. Their expectations was low because what did they have to fight for, right? For 20 years, chance to win the battle. They already knew like we can't do this. And I'm sure part of them were doubting like, is this possible? Is God really speaking through this woman when all we've seen is men come through here? And the canines were ruled over who ruled over them were well armed well equipped with 900 iron chariots the equivalent of tanks against poorly trained foot soldiers so you're talking people on foot soldiers against tanks and and people who are prepared they have the right weapon you know this is they're weighing it up this is going to 
against who? But God had different expectations for them. See, with his help, he knew that they would win. Without, I know that you can win in business and change your life. See, Deborah shared God's confidence, and that's all you have to do. You don't have to have the confidence, just sharing God's confidence. When you read in his word, you know that he is a hundred percent confident in what he He's doing what he's saying. And you see that in the leader series. And, and we're, we're coming up from, we're getting resources from a lot of places. But John Maxwell book, I think it's the giant in leaderships. A lot of this uh, resources we're getting from that and just reviewing that. So perhaps she may have been surprised when she delivered the message from God to Barack and he was to go on his mission without her. I mean, like, can you imagine that? You come to them and you're like, Hey, yo, this is what God told me to tell you to do. And he's like, I ain't going unless you go with me. Like, what did you just say? I'm not going unless you go with me. And maybe he believed that he could not win without her presence. He had already seen what she was doing. He knew she was blessed already by God, or he thought she he that she needed to watch the battle the way Moses had watched and prayed as Joshua fought the, the M, M, M kites. And maybe he wanted her to die along with him and their forces were defeated. We don't know. Who knows, right? But she agreed to go. So we can add military commander to her list of unexpected titles along with Judge On. She was doing some stuff back here, right? She was making it happen. And that's the same way that you got to look at your life and your business. You got to say, you know what? Scared or not, I'm going to do it. Uh, equipped or not, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to learn the skills and do the things that I need to do. But one thing for sure, I'm going to be obedient to what God is calling me to do. See, Warren W. Weisberg said, if you can explain what God is doing in your ministry, or in your business, then God is not really in it, right? So you have to position yourself to know that your vision is so big that you know by yourself, there's no way it's impossible for you to make that happen. But you also know that if you put God into it, that is possible because all things are possible when he is in the mix of it. See, God wants us to wait and depend on him. I don't know about you, but I've been guilty of not waiting. Make it does not work. So when you learn to wait on him and let him guide you, then that's where life begins to change. He delights in showing his creativity. He delights in us being co-creative with him. The scripture is filled with stories of unusual and unexpected ways that God defeated enemies on behalf of his people. He used plagues, he used confusion, he used turn, uh, uh, tumors, earthquakes, water, you name it. He used it to get your attention. He even gave his life up for us. So you never know what God will use to help you to build your business. He even used a flash flood that changed the valley, which we normally have been an excellent staging area 
for battle using chariots into a bog, but stuck in the soft ground, the chariots became useless. Like the things that you think are the biggest and the baddest, they become useless if God deems that that's what they need to become in order for you to move to where you need to, to move to. And that's how the Israelites defeated the enemy army. So no matter what you're up against, y'all, I want you to understand that you can make it happen. They're the unexpected, that's what God is about. He will handle that unexpected for you. So that's the key. So why? Why? With that being said, why should we expect God to be restricted by our limited understanding? Like, I mean, like, think about that. Why should we expect him to be restricted by our limited understanding? The great irony, uh, you know, in this was that Baal, the, the, the main goal of the Canaanite forces, they were supposed to be the ruler of the storms and weather. Yet the Canaanites lost the battle because of a storm. So you're supposed to be over the storms, but you lost the battle because of the storms. We should never ask or expect God to dumb down his extraordinary plans to fit into our tiny minds. So I just want to of your way so that you can go to the level that God wants you to go to. I was telling one of the guys on our sales team, you know, you've been getting what you've been getting based on the knowledge that you have. And if you don't change and do something different, you're going to keep getting it. So you got to ask yourself if what I'm getting now, is it what I want or do I want something different? And if you want something different and you don't have the skills or you don't have the mindset then this is when you got to tap into God or tap into the you're watching it for a reason. And if you, if you look at that reason and you're like, you know what, I am like, yes, I want to do this. And I wasn't expecting, you know, to watch this. And now that I'm looking at it, watching it, yeah, I can do that. And you need help. That's what we're here for. You can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com and we can help you with that. See the results, the results when you trust in him is an unexpected victory because you didn't expect it. You didn't think you were qualified. You didn't think you can do it on your own. But to the people who finally believed in God and obeyed him, the victory was unexpected. But to the rest, it was Christ. See, when you get that conviction in you and when you that confidence in you is not is confidence and it's not confidence in you it's confidence in God when you know him and you know what he's going to do for you in your life and what he promised you 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 sit up a little taller you you talk different you act different not because of you because you know who is going before you and who is there to help you. So it just helps you to just keep going. So was the way Sierra, um, Sierra the enemy commander, was killed. So think about this. As Sierra's army was being defeated, he ran away. So the, you, you got the commander. He's like, I'm out. He ran away thinking he was out of there. When he arrived at the tent of supposed ally, he thought he was safe, you know? So it, like he just, he thought he was safe. He's like, okay, I'm good. They out there getting slaughtered, but I'm good. And he left. And that's what normally happens. When, you, when you're with, you're trying to make things happen in business and you're giving it all you got. And then the people that you think are supposed to be 
there with you, they, they, they exit right. Like, but wait a minute, I thought we were in this together. See, here's what happened. He did that. But when he fell asleep, a woman named JL drove a tent peg through the skull and killed him. As a result, Israel's victory was complete. See, that was the end of the story. So no matter who has betrayed you, no matter who has left you, no matter who has made you feel like you weren't worthy to build that business that God put in your heart to build so that you can impact and change the lives that he wanted you to change, just remember your victory will be unexpected to them, but expected to you. But the, the thing that you must know, it will be complete. It will definitely be complete. If you had an aha moment on that, or, or you, you got a thought, do me a favor and drop it in the comments. Let me know what you're thinking, uh, what's going through your head on that. And uh, we will we will definitely um, respond to you on that. See, business lessons from Deborah is a tremendous example. If you look at her as a tremendous example of a leader who had influence in a spiritual life, her community affairs, her government and the military. So what lessons can you learn from that example what can you take from that business that's what you have to think about if you got something let me know in the comments put it in the chats and let me know what you can take from that see guys you got to be willing to stand out when others don't expect it you got to be willing to be different i recall when i first started bible business academy or i first started posting and started posting scriptures it was uncomfortable because it wasn't something that I normally had done. And, you know, you get that, you know, about me or say something or, you know, that Jesus freak or all she does talk about God and all of that stuff. See, all of that still ran through my head. Right. But guess what? I didn't care about it. The thought came in, but through years and years of training, I've learned to take those negative thoughts and replace them with the right thoughts. And the right thoughts are that Holy Spirit inside of you telling you and your helper of what God wants you to do. And it gives you that boldness and that confidence to go ahead and told him that God commanded that he fight the Canaan army. Most couldn't understand the hesitation. Most couldn't understand why he wouldn't just move forward. They had been under the thumb of King Jabin for over 20 years. I don't, maybe you've been at your job for over 20 years. Maybe you've been in the same business. Maybe you've been doing the same thing and, and you're afraid, like everyone was afraid of him. Maybe you are afraid to step out on faith and do something different. And that's why I want you to learn from this story, how leaders rise to the occasion. And if you're watching this, you're that leader who, can rise to the, they did not expect was for Deborah to say yes when Barak asked her to accompany him into battle. So somebody may be asking you to come join with me and they're not expecting you to say yes. 
and but you say yes and then y'all go do it and y'all go make it happen and why because no one in israel had ever seen such a thing so that business that you're starting maybe you're the first in your family to get started in business that 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 uh consulting company maybe no one else has had one or maybe they all have had business but they haven't done an online this type of business wherever you do the unexpected because that's the person that God works with, right? That's the, that's that's his nature of doing things that most people think are impossible. Through you, he will do the possible. God wants us to use, une, God wants to use unexpected people like you, like me. He wants men and women who are willing to stand out and go against the grain. See, I, we used to always say, call is anything but average and ordinary. You can call me anything but average and ordinary we were born to do something extraordinary you gotta know that you matter you gotta know that you're different you gotta know that you're exceed that way because that's how god created you because he has something special planned for your life and you don't want to miss out on that, which we're going to talk about a little later. What other thing, others think of you don't matter. I'm not like I just shared my story. You may think about it, but what they think of you don't matter. I always say, you know, the last time when someone's talking about you or saying something about you, just ask yourself, are they paying your bills? Are they taking care of you? No, if they're not, like, why are you allowing somebody else's opinion to stop you from living out your calling and doing what you not even even about you is about what God can do through you. You don't have to live under people's limitations because you serve a God who is limitless. And that's the exciting thing about life. So can I get an amen on that? If you're, if you're rocking with me on that and you agree with that, see you and I are bigger than the way the world sees us. I want you, I'm going to repeat that again because I want you to get that. You and I are bigger than the way the world sees us and the way your family sees you, the way your friends sees you, the way your co-workers, your business partner, there's something so much bigger in you that you have to exist. And that's what I want to help you with. I want to help you to bring out the best in you so that you know and you can become who God created you to be. See, there's more in you than what your, your, your friends, your teachers, your business partner, or your leaders see in you. Don't take on limitations that don't belong to you. Don't take on their opinions. They don't belong to you. That's their views. No matter what their view is, I want you to know that God can use you. He is waiting and ready to give you a chance to make a difference. You were born to be a difference maker. That's why you feel because you were born to do something different. And once you realize that, then start tapping into the word, start being around people of like mind. That's why our memberships are great because you can be around people of like mind where they speak life into you. You don't want to be around people who are always pulling, taking negativity out of you. See, you are already on his list of recipients of the unexpected. If you're listening 
you're on the list. If you've been thinking this stuff, you're on the list. Just like Noah, just like Abraham, and just like the rest of them that we talked about earlier, God wants to surprise the world through listening here. He wants to surprise the world to you. So be willing to speak out when God expects expected. When he gives you that vision, that dream, you got to be willing to speak out. You got to be willing to go for it. Now it's okay to be like, okay, God, I hear you. I know you're calling me to do this and I'm going to do it on the faith of you. And I have no clue or no idea what I need to do. And trust me, You can set the plans, but he's going to direct your steps, judge their disputes. They were used to hearing her advice and respecting her wisdom. So maybe your family, your friends, they're already coming to you about something that you do. Maybe you're good at cooking. Maybe you're good at building. Maybe you're a great auto mechanic. Maybe you repair marriages. Maybe you repair credit. Whatever it is that you've done already and you already know that people come to you for advice and for your wisdom, there is something greater that's waiting on you to know that God, what do I need to do, God? And direct me. Tell me exactly what I need to do in order to make that happen. See, here's what happened. But it was another matter for her to ask them to rise up and to fight against their enemies. See, people come to you for that advice on those different things, but it's another matter for them to come by from you, from your business. Isn't it always funny how friends and family are the last people to buy into your business, to become your customer and to do that? And that's okay. I want you to know that's just the way the world is. That's just the way human nature is. It's all part of it. And don't let it discourage you because maybe they just weren't meant to be your customers. God will put the right people in front of you and he will have the right people buying from you. And even though she was not sure how they will react, see, you may not be sure how people are going to react about your business, but you know that it know that you were, this, this is your baby of what you were supposed to do. She could not let her doubt or their fear, right? Her doubt or their fear keep her from feeling what God was, uh, God's will and speaking up and saying and doing what needs to be done. I remember when I first came live online, I, uh, even though I spoke on stages and I've trained a lot of people, like, you know, these are your skills and the wisdom, you know, financial advisor for 25 years and talking to people and training people. These were the skills that people were coming to me to do, but it was so uncomfortable when I had to go live for the first time. So uncomfortable. I remember like literally I did a challenge and and we're on there and like I just like started crying because I was so nervous and I made a decision at that point, tears or not, I was going to keep going. And, and uh, for almost two years straight, I went live every single day so that that was a skill that I needed to have being in front of the world and not caring what anybody's opinion was in order to be ready to step into this calling that he had given me. Now, getting on here, writing my books, 
training people, doing something that I never even dreamt of a million years of that I would be doing, right? So you just be willing to speak out when God expects it and he directs you to do that. And do not doubt God's promise. God cannot lie. He will not lie. God promised he would provide and from the tribes of uh, uh, Napha and Zubalam, and he promised to lure um, Sierra into the Kishna River Valley. He promised to give them victory, and they are as solid as steel. Like whatever, bet that it will happen. You just—that's all you gotta rely on. There's always security in God, y'all always security. You cannot be God's servant and, and, and do what he asks you and when you feel like it or when it's safe. Serving God is not always safe. Speaking out for him is not always safe. But while there may not always be safety in standing up and speaking out for God, there's always security in him. Just remember that there is always security in God. God, no matter what you do about when others depend on it. You got to be there for people when they're depending on you. What Was it Deborah's responsibility to go to battle? No, that's not what God asked her to do. Did God ask Deborah to lead the army? No, that was Barack's responsibility. That's She was to give that assignment to Barack. God commanded that Barack march out and defeat the um, Sierra, but God's people were depending on them to obey him and be victorious. If we are as leaders are not willing to step out, then we let our people down. That gift that he gave you could save a lot of lives out there. That, you know, what it is that you're put here to do, if you are willing to step out and be that leader that people are leading, this world is lacking leadership. You got to be willing to go against the grain, to step out there and do what he says. And, and, and if we leaders are not willing to step out, then guess what? You're going to let people down. There's somebody out there who life won't change because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And don't let that be on your watch. They cannot follow where you do not lead. If you want people to follow you, then you got to be that leader. What are you doing on a day-to-day -day base to make sure that you listen, this is so, so important, y'all. You don't want to let this moment slip away. See, Deborah went to war for God and her people. It was uncomfortable. So when you're in that uncomfortable state of mind and an unexpected and it didn't feel right and all of that other stuff, this is when God will fulfill his promise. And she knew he would. This is about faith. See, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So when he puts it in you and you'll know, you'll know. And how do you, you're like, well, how do I know it's God speaking with me? Just go read his word. Whatever. whatever is being put on you, just go read God's. It will be no confusion about it. It will be crystal clear into what you need to do. And, and, and then after he told Barack to go do what he, you know, Deborah, threw Deborah to Barack to go do, and, and he didn't do, and he was like, Deborah, I need you come with me. He gave the honor 
of stopping Sierra's abuse of the people to another woman. Don't let your leadership moment slip away because you're not willing to be obedient, to step out on faith, to have confidence and go do what you need to do. And then, you know, what happens when people are like, man, I had that idea. This was something that I wanted to do and now they're doing it. Well, guess what? When you had that idea, why didn't you go do it? This is what we're talking about. This is something that you want to learn from Barack's mistake. And you want to make sure that you go out and do and step out and become who he called you to become because you can miss that. And then once you do it and you get out there and you make it happen, just praise God if you're a leader. Because leadership is not easy. It's not always easy to go against the grain. It's not always easy to go. It's like in junior high school, we were, we were, um, I was getting out of school and he worked a different shift where he got off at around like three o'clock or something like that. Well, there was some group of people over there that was about to start a fight and it was a whole big crowd. And we all start running towards where they were having the battle at. And I remember my dad's 225, electric 225, burgundy one, because it was my first car. He gave it to me, come rolling around the corner, and that horn going beep, 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 beep. And, and we, then he was like, baby, come here. And so I came, a lesson that he taught me then. He said, you're a leader. You're not a follower. And when the crowd goes right, you go left. If the crowd goes left, you go right. He's like, don't ever let me see you following the crowd like that and running towards where everybody else is running towards. You're a leader. You don't follow. And I've never forgotten that. And this is what God is saying to us. He gives you instructions. He tells you what to do. He tells you to go and make things happen. And he puts that in you. Then that that's what you're supposed to do because he has people out there that he wants you to serve, that you were born for that moment to make things happen. You just have to make that decision to go out there. You must step out when your people, even when your people, your family, your customers are in your, your, your vendors, all of those people, they're dependent on you. So if, if you, if not you, then who? Who's going to be there for them? And they could be missing out on their blessing because you're the only one in their neighborhood. You're the only one in their life. And because you're not stepping out and trusting in God, they're missing out. And then you're missing out as well. Your courage is their courage. See, they feed off of your courage. Your obedience is their obedience. And your victory is their victory. Don't let your leadership moment slip away. And then just, guys, just... Praise God if you are a leader. If he has you in the leadership role, don't look at it as this burden, something that's overwhelming. Just like thank him for trusting in you, for choosing you. And Deborah even has an affirmation for us that we can use. It says, Almighty God of Israel, teach me to always have the courage to break new ground for you. You grant me wisdom. Make me bold. Give me confidence that comes only from you and give me victory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. That's a, 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 we call it the Deborah's affirmation that you can use. Screenshot that.
And as you know, if you're always following me, I also have a scripture, a scripture faith. We call them uh, faith formations for us to use. It says, Almighty uh, God of Israel. Wait, hold on, let me get to that. Uh, uh oh. Almighty God of Israel, teach my friend, teach my friends to always have the courage to break new ground for you. Grant them the wisdom, make them bold, give them confidence that comes only for you, and also give them victory. And then we also have, which I see it up here, it was in Joshua, Joshua one and nine, uh, of having the the being being strong and being courageous. Do not be um, frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So don't forget that you can go to Joshua 1, 9, go reach him. And when you look at lessons that you can take with you in closing, guys, from the leadership that we learned from Deborah, with her victory, she is done. When you have victory, you are done with that assignment that God has for you. And she stands up without doubt. She knows her assignment was complete. Is your assignment complete? Can you with boldness know that that chapter of your life was well done and you can move on to the next chapter? Her confidence and wisdom as a leader and as a giant faith, faith person grew. We could see that she would easily command the room when she entered. Is that you? When you enter a room, can you command that room? Do You enter a room with the intention of commanding stuff like many years ago. And I remember a sting, you know, walking into the rooms. And before we went into the rooms, you know, we would be like, okay, stand up tall, put that smile on, um, be ready and to, to shake hands, look people in the eyes. Like all of this stuff was said before we even got to the, as soon as we got to the door and you stepped in and you expected all eyes to be on you because you commanded that attention. This is how you have to be in business. You have to command that attention. And there's, you know, that's some of the stuff that we teach you inside of the Bible business, that like your business, the way that God wants you to build the, your business. And, and, and we can see that, you know, when you look at Barack and, 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 and why he wanted Deborah to, to accompany him into battle, because she was bold, she was courageous, she wasn't afraid. And that's what a leader is. You want to be around people like that, who, who, who make you feel good and, and who give you that courage, because you're that courage. She did not limit herself you should not limit herself or she didn't self-impose any boundaries on her life. She didn't say, because I'm a female, because I'm a woman, I can't do this because I like wisdom. I can't do this because I'm small. I can't do this because I'm tall. I can't do this because I'm black. I can't do this because I'm a female. I can't do this because I came from this neighborhood. I can't do this. All she said is with God, I can do all things. He will do the unexpected. He will use me. He got me. I can trust him. And that's what we want you to know and to, to constantly say to yourself for business. She did not stop y'all. 
to see if she was qualified. She did not check her degree. She did not check her credentials. She did not check what she had read the last week, what she video she had watched, what class, even what class she attended. What She just said, I done read his word. I know who he is. I know with God that whatever he called me to do, I can make it happen. She was open to do whatever God called her to do. Can we say the same thing about you? Will, are you able to, with confidence, say, I can do whatever he wants me to do? See, her story makes it clear that God wants to connect with us by becoming by coming down to where we are. See, we don't have to worry about going up to where God is. People always say, yeah, you know, I, I, I um, accept, you know, I chose God. No, God chose you right? He comes down to where we're at, but he desires to raise us up to where we should be and where he wants us to be. The question is, are you going to be there to let him do that? See, there are many leadership lessons we can learn from Deborah. When one leader uh, refuses, often God takes another to take their place. Don't get left behind. Don't miss out on your blessing. We should not put limitations on leaders when God doesn't. And we, when godly leaders obey God's calling, the people are blessed. And I want to dive into these three areas now so that you can get the full picture and so that you don't miss out. See, when one leader refuses, God often asks another to take his place. And, and when, when the leaders aren't doing their job, God will invite someone else in and to take their place. When Barack refused to be raised up, uh, for and, and then he raised up Deborah. It's like, okay, well, you don't want to do it. I told you to go do it. We're going to get Deborah to credit. Who are we talking about right now? Many centuries later, Deborah, she took his place. See, God's will will be fulfilled with you or without you. So you have to determine that is going to be with you. He's going to find a leader. He already knows who's going to do what, so you're going to be that leader. And reluctant leaders may be given the chance for a change of heart and therefore a second chance to lead. So if this is your first Sometimes second chances come twice in a lifetime, but you never know. So don't keep missing your blessing. Don't let this be your last chance, your final chance. And God's will will not be thwarted, won't be stopped by anybody, by anybody who claims to go do it. His will will be done no matter what, because God is sovereign. So the question becomes, who will lead? Will you be the leader? Will you be the one who's known in your industry, in your niche for being the best at what you do? Somebody's going to be the best. So why not it be you? When God asks us to do something for him as a leader, it's a privilege. That's how you want to look at it. It's an invitation, not an obligation. He doesn't force us to do anything. It is an invitation. Are you willing to accept the invitation? Are you going to not only RSVP, but are you going to show up early, go to bed late, do the things that God told you to do and, and, and seek him with all your might, meditate on his word day and night so that you can be that leader. If we allow fear to stop us as Barack did, then the blessing will go to someone else 
as it did to jail. To jail, don't miss it. Don't miss out on what God has for you out of fear. And also, guys, number two, we should not put limitations on leaders when God doesn't. A lot of people have a habit of looking at people and saying they're not qualified, saying this is not what they should be doing. See, in their day, Deborah and Dale would have been dismissed by most most people. Maybe you're being dismissed by most people. Maybe they're saying to you, who you, who do you think you are that you could start a business, write a book, um, be, be an influencer online, uh, open up this business, write this movie. Who are you to think that you can do that? And you can say that I was chosen by God. That's who I am. I am child of God. And as long as he's saying it, so stop. If you have that habit of putting limitations on yourself or other people, then stop it. Women had very few rights and they were not expected to lead, but Deborah and JL didn't allow others to limit them. And you shouldn't let people limit you as, at, at all either. They allowed themselves to step out on faith and accept their calling. Are you going to accept your calling? Let me know in the, in the comments section, are you going to accept your calling? They did what they could and seized the opportunity that there was a gap between what they were doing and what needed to happen. And they knew that that gap was going to by God. So whatever gap you're filling, whatever lack you're filling, just know that God will handle it and you don't have to worry about it. See, we need to be more like them and forget what others, others think. Let go of your past. That is so crucial. Stop living on what you used to do or who you were or what you know. Let go of that and do everything in our power to reach our potential as leaders and then expect God to do what only he can do. See, he can only use you if you're willing to get out there and do what you're supposed to do. And we need to treat other potential leaders the exact same way, expecting God to help them if if they ask him that will give you anything that you ask for and we and what what might god do with you or me if we didn't put limitations on ourselves what kind of life would you have what kind of business would you have what people might we be able to serve what victories and businesses might we be able to win with god's help the possibilities are as great as god is so don't limit yourself on anything and the last one guys is when godly leaders obey god's call the people are blessed and that's the end story. That's when you know it is finished and it's good. Whenever leaders rise up and fulfill their calling, the people that they serve are blessed. In the case of Deborah, the people threw off the yoke of oppression and enjoyed peace for 40 years. They, they were oppressed for 20 years and enjoyed peace for 40 years because Deborah became that leader. Who are you going to free? What generation are you going to change? How are you going to leave that inheritance to your children's children's children by working at nine to five, right? You got to be out there. You got to be free. You got to become that leader that God called you to become. That was a fantastic legacy Deborah gave the Israelites because she was willing 
to let God do the unexpected with her? What legacy are you going to leave because you are willing to let God do the unexpected with you? Follow him with integrity wherever he leads you. And don't be afraid to let others get the credit for it. It is okay. You don't have competition. You don't worry about trademarks. You don't worry about copyrights. You don't worry about, you know, somebody beating you to the punch or somebody, it it doesn't matter. God gives you the credit. Your credit does not come from the outside world. It comes from God. God is mighty. And there is plenty of his blessings to go around for everyone. What he has for you is for you and no one can take that away. So I wanted to end this y'all with Judges 4 from chapter 4, 4 verses 4 through 10, because this is pretty much the story that we just talked about. And it says, now Deborah, a prophet, the wife of Lapidoth, was leading Israel at the time. She held court under the palm of Deborah between Ram and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the Israelites went up to her to share their disputes, uh, to, to have their disputes decided. She sent for Barak, son of Abinam, from Kishta in Nephilim and said to them, the Lord, the God of Israel commands you, go take with you 10,000 men on Naphla and Zebulon and lead them up to the Mount Tabor. I will lead Sierra, the commander of Zebulon's army with his chariots and his troop to the Kishna river and give him into your hands. Barak said to her, if you go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. Certainly, I will go with you, said Deborah. You Certainly, I will go with you, said Deborah. But because of the course you're taking, the honor will not be yours, for the Lord will deliver Sierra into the hands of a woman. So Deborah went with Barak to Kiddush. There Barak summoned Zebulah and Nephilah, and 10,000 men went up under his command, and Deborah went up with him. So there, this leadership is where we just took this from Judges 4 and 10. So spend some time reading that. Read the story of Deborah. See what you can learn from her journey and what they did. And I want to leave you with seven questions that you can ask yourself, that we can ask ourselves to grow in leadership and business. Take a screenshot of this. Pause this. Take some time to write this down so that you can learn more about where you're at in your mind and your thinking and the things that you need to do. Number one, how did you imagine Deborah came to be a judge in the period of the Israelites' history? Why is that important? How how, how can you imagine? Because maybe you're having reservations for being. becoming that business owner, starting that consulting, what you're doing. So if you can imagine how she became that, and and the only logical answer is because God, right? Then if he did it for her, he can do it for you. And how can you come to build the business he is calling you to start or grow? That's a question that you want to ask yourself. And you can also go on YouTube. Is God calling you to start a business? You go on our channel at Kathy McReynolds Bible Business Academy uh, and make sure you follow and subscribe while you're there. But as soon as you get there, the very first video, you'll be able to watch that and it'll have some answers for you. And we also help you 
with that in our academy, it says, has God ever done something unexpected for you? And what was it and how did you respond? See, it's important to know when you stepped out on faith and what it did for you. These stories and how you overcome something will help you to overcome the next thing. Do you find it difficult or easy to speak out for God and why? I told you guys the story of when I first got started online, when I first, uh, you know, start doing Bible Business Academy. I've been in business, but it was never um, biblical, right? It was just business at that particular time. So why, ask yourself that question, number foot on you, and how have you dealt with that? But like, you got to figure out, are you living? You know, I was just talking to someone and, and they're in the process of purchasing a home and someone was telling them that they shouldn't do it. And, and they're trying to talk them out of it with, with for no reason. Like, well, how do you know if you're ready? Well, what if you have maintenance problems? Then so what? Then you just go hire somebody to do it or you go ask somebody. Don't let somebody else's limitations stop you from doing what God is calling you to do from that next move. Number five, why do you think you might be a, um, able to do for God? If What do you think you might be able to do for God if you were able to throw off those limitations and trust him um, to surprise you? Are you willing to let God surprise you? Are you willing to step out and let him do what he wants to do for you? And surprise you and number six what would you need to require to throw off those limitations maybe that help is coming from joining our membership maybe that help is coming from our academy maybe that help is from buying our book or getting our planner or or reading i don't get doesn't matter but what help do you need to help you get through and let you know that you are qualified, not because of you, but because of God. And then finally, guys, number seven, might God be asking you to step out to lead? Is he calling you to lead? Is he calling you to help people? Is he calling you to change lives? If he, is he calling you to be that difference maker? If so, would you be willing to do it? Are you willing to do what God is calling you to do? That is the million dollar question of the day. So to learn more about Deborah, read Judges 4, 1, th uh, 4, 1 through 5, uh, uh, four, one, oh, one through five thirty-one, uh, and to discuss your answers or get your answers answered about your call and business, you can book a strategy call with us. So once you write those down and you answer those questions, and you have some other ones, just write them all down and you can go to calendarly.com and we can help you with that. So once you listen to these things, you might have to listen to it over and over again. I want you to take some notes. I want you to write some things down. And then go when you go book that appointment, we're going to ask you some additional questions about your business, about your walk and why you want to do it with biblical principles. All that's a free call so that we can help you decide on is God calling you to start a business? And we can also help you grow in your faith, grow in your confidence, grow in your finances so that you can become, and you don't 
miss out on what he has for you. So you, you want to get your blessing. So guys, for the next month or so, we're going to be doing a leadership in the Bible series. And I want you to join us next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. And make sure you share this workshop if it brought value to you, like it, and let us know what you got out of it. Let us know who's your favorite leader and who you want to learn from, and we can do that as well. I love doing the research on this and learning from this. It, it helps me just like it helps you all, And but don't stop here. Make sure you book that strategy call and join us next week as we dive into the leadership of Isaiah. That's who we're going to be talking about next week. We're going to be talking about the leadership of <clears throat> Isaiah. So we definitely want you to join in on that with us. <clears throat> and you can also, uh, we're sending you an invitation to join us at Bible Business Academy for our membership, our academy. This is how we help you. We're here today to share, you know, different things from the biblical standpoint. We'll also be doing some different training on marketing, advertising, and sales, and all of that stuff. But on Thursdays on this workshop, we talk about biblical principles on building a business. And if you you join our membership. As I mentioned earlier, it is a proven biblical plan to win at business and life. We have three different memberships that you can become part of. We have our bronze, self-guided, take the guesswork out of winning. And that just means you're online and, and, and you're going through all of the different trainings and we will help you with things that actually work. We have our silver success solution and you can join and connect with other faith focused, like-minded business owner who understand your challenges and hold you accountable and encourage you to reach your goals. You are not alone in this. You have other, just like my mom and I were just talking about, you know, how in the word it says, don't, don't, don't forget about the habit of like not meeting together. That's a principle that you can use in business. You got to be around other like-minded people so that you can continue to grow. You never want to be the smartest in the room or you're not growing. And you can also become a member of our Gold Elite Leadership and be the leader that God is calling you to become and build your business with direct faith leadership coaching. That's what all that's about. To get all of the details on that, you can learn more at BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash membership. So make sure you go there. And if you're looking into one of our academies where you can build a business with biblical principles, there you'll discover our biblical-based unique process for turning your skills or passion into a profitable online course or consultant business. If you're an expert or coach or trainer, an entrepreneur or business owner, and you're looking to start or grow a profitable and purposeful business online with biblical principles and mission marketing, then you want to learn more about how you can get started in that at BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash go. So go there right now and be sure to register for our next series, Biblical Leadership Principles in the Business and Isaiah is who we're going to be focused on. And again, y'all, my name is Kathy McReynolds. I am so proud of you for being here. And it takes courage. Let me tell you, it takes courage to step out on faith and become who you are created to be and to choose the path that you are, you know, you're going to be on. And if you decide
decide that we're the people that you want to work with, we're going to 100% support you. You can count on that. We're going to be here and we're going to show up. And also, when you join our academy or our membership, we got some nice packages that we want to send out to you. And we got a gift that I told you in the end that we will show you how to do that. So if you have any questions, we can go ahead and answer those for you today. But for more information, feel free at any time to call or text us at one eight three three bible biz or you can email us at info at kathymcreynolds.com. And guys, um, again, get in our memberships, get in our academy. They can and will change your life. The Bronze Self-Guided, the Silver Success Solution, and the Gold Elite, Elite Leadership. They're all there for you. Go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash membership or to build that business with our academy. You can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com uh, forward slash go for expert coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs, and business owners looking to start and grow a profitable and personal purposeful business online with biblical principles and mission marketing strategies. And we also help people with offline stuff as well. That's why you just need to go to that calendar.com and you can set up something with us because we are here to help you to become who you were born to be. So let me go ahead and I'm going to switch me up there and see if we got any comments in the chat section there. I don't see anything, but also guys, um, before we leave here, I just want to remind you when you go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, we have a free report that you can have immediate access to. You can download that. You can get that there. You can also pick up a copy of our planner. Love, love, love this planner. I'm telling you, it has your fitness, your daily connections, your word from God, your journal. It's like a four-in-one planner. Everything that you need to succeed and keeping God first and seeking him, this helps keep you on track to make that happen, to do that. So go to believeandgrowrich.org. You can order it from us, get 25% off, or you can get it on Amazon, as I had mentioned earlier. And you can also get a copy of our book, Bible Business Secrets. Get it out of that light there. Let's see. Yep, we got that, the light there. You can get that and discover how to unlock the the hidden secrets to business um, in, in the Bible. I'm trying to look down, look up, cameras up there. All right, y'all, you can pick up a copy of that at BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash book. We got a free copy waiting on you, your copy. You just got to cover the shipping and handling. And don't forget, as I mentioned several times, you can get into our memberships academy, BibleBusinessAcademy.com. We'll talk about all of that. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Um, let us know in the comments, what was your biggest aha or takeaway from this talk, from this conversation today. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share, and then um, check out our next our next uh, workshop, which will be next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, y'all. See ya. Have a great day. Bye-bye.